Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about overcoming our insecurities. We're talking about body image. We're talking about skin, all the things, all the external things that we need to fix from the inside. But first, of course, let's welcome back our co-host. Kobe! Yes. <laughs> glad to have you back, girl. Mm-hmm. Glad to be back. Oh my gosh, I missed you all so much. How's being a new mom, bitch? It's so rewarding, so beautiful. Like, I'm oh. just like, wow, this is this is amazing. This is amazing. Aww. You know, the the birth plan did not go as you know I wanted to, but all in all, it was still a beautiful process. And um, yeah, I love it. I, I do. I love it so much. So let's get into our new segment. How did you get your soul fed this week? Okay, ladies, who's first? Who got the tea? Who got the life lesson in store for the week? I got one if y'all need some time to to think. Yes, please share. Go ahead, go for it. It's really easy. Okay, so Trey Hodge, um, Trey Hodge on Instagram, T-R-A-E-H-O-D-G-E. Um, he posted this video about like tips to bring in the year stronger. And he's just saying like 2021 is not going to be magically be, you know, your year. Okay. Cause you know, everybody's talking about 2021. That's my year. Let's get it. But there is a lot you have to do in order to make it a magical year. Right. And this is something that we've said on our podcast, um, the podcast called you need to change. And it's something that when I watched his video, one of the things that he said is like doing the same thing over and over is insanity. And that's something I have been trying to re-correct with myself because, you know, y'all know me. I'm like, my way is the best way, all right? But it's not, that's actually not true. If something has not been, it might be all right, but to get to the next level, you have to do something different. If something wasn't working, not getting you the results that you want, you have to change or else it's insanity so I find myself a lot of times like um you know just in this first week of 2021 I'm like wanting to fall back like let's fall back into old habits but then I got that reminder from our our good good friend Trey Hodge like nope you cannot do the same thing that you used to do so I'm like nope I said I'm gonna post every day. I'm gonna post every day. I said soul feeling is gonna be consistent. It's gonna be consistent. I, you know, look, we are, we have to change. And so I want you guys to take that little nugget and see: Are you doing the same things that you did last year? I mean, it's okay if those things are working, it's progressing you. But if you want things to change in an area of your life, make sure you're not falling back into those same habits that you did that weren't getting you anywhere because insanity so that's my little life lesson you know my friends inspire that's good that's that's a good one to start 2021 off we're still in january we're not digressing we're moving forward we're progressing okay um oh that was good so mine is um I've, i've been thinking and i was like okay 
what is standing out? And the only thing that keeps standing out to me in my mind, y'all, is this week was a very interesting week, y'all. This is, oh yeah, we had to take our old calendar down because it ain't 2020 no more. We got to go re-up and buy a new calendar. I'm so used to looking behind me. But this week was the week where, um, as we all know, y'all know I love talking about politics. Y'all know. This was the week where, you know, our nation's capital just, and in all honesty, I had some of the the most, had a really bad taste in my mouth at, at some of the behavior that was displayed by, by I'm going to just call it for what it is, by, the, by, by these ter- this terrorist group that went to our nation's capital and just pretty much made us look very, very bad as a nation. But all in all, what I wanted to say to bring it all together, because this this media, this narrative just kept playing no matter where I went to, whether I was on, uh, I went to my mom's house and she had it on the news. I was just like, mom, can we turn this off? And I go on social media and you would see it, but it was just like, it made me think it was bringing up so much disgust and rage. Like, of course, all the things that was coming to my mind, like, okay, hasn't been black people, what would have happened? Or, you know, we, you know, the, the, the things that did happen for the black lives protests, and even we were not even coming with the intention to be disruptive. It was literally t- meant to be a peaceful protest and that it was. And so the the lesson that I want to say, although mainstream media and although there are some legit crazy things going on in the world, I think it's very important to unplug at times and make sure we're rewriting or writing our own narrative and not letting the media really, really just control the narrative of how we want to process and digest the world. Because if we really, I think, I think the media, especially the news channels are, are, are very be, are being very strategic and with the rhetoric and how they're constantly um, always reverting back to well the black comparing it to the Black Lives Matter showing showing us that um that our power was being stripped away in a sense well that's the narrative that they're trying to portray like oh they get to do all this but black people couldn't do all this like I feel like it's a very comparative narrative that they're trying to to, to to mainstream and marginalize. And so I feel like just unplugging and re-putting that power back into us and to who we are as a people and not even just getting caught up on it because this, this has nothing to do with us and let's continue to be great and continue to make progress as just as a people and as a nation as well. So that that's 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 my uh my gym for the week. Still be progressive and be powerful in spite of the mainstream media. No, that is so true. And uh, I wouldn't have known nothing happened, guys. If my like I don't have no TV. I just it's me and Netflix. Um, I wouldn't have known anything if um my dad didn't call me. Um and then I did start seeing it on social media, but like the I didn't post about it or anything and I don't care if someone did or not, but it's just it's it's like we already knew this, right? And you're you're right, you know. So I can't and I was disgusted too. Like I really, I, I cried because I just didn't want anybody to get hurt. You know, that wasn't, you know, I didn't want no police officer to get hurt, no security guard to get hurt. Someone dying and having to go home to, and someone having to have a family experience um, where they lost a loved one to such, 
stupidity. <laughs> um, and of course, the comparison, it should, and I'm glad that you brought that up. It shouldn't be a comparison at all because Black Lives Matter is a peaceful group that is, is, um, that is supporting the community and just wants the best for others while this is a terrorist group. So there shouldn't be no comparison. You know, the only comparison could, should be these are terrorists, so y'all, <laughs> y'all need to compare them to other terrorists. I didn't even think about that because there has been such a comparison between the two. Um, but I just would like to say what I take from that is Black people, there's two things. And I'm so glad I, you brought this up before we get into our topic. There's two things. Black people really have to support their own <laughs> You have, and um, really worry about their own Black businesses, their Black security, really lean on each other. And this is for allies as well, you know, really speaking up for us and also buying Black and uplifting the Black community so we can do this all together. Number two is I realized that I'm in, I am in my own bubble because I see so many Black people prospering around me but there are still so many other black people that aren't. And the reason why this came up is because I kept seeing this number of the wealth disparity between whites and blacks within 2020, right? Like the wealth, have, white people have gained wealth, right? Um, in 2020, uh, rather that be because their money's in like the stock market and it's going up again. And black people actually are losing money as a, as a big, overall but all i see is the prosperity all i see is black people winning within my bubble so it's like a two-fold thing for me is in my own little bubble <laughs> everything's good and I, I just go back and forth with that because i always think about like we are not of the world we are in the world but we are not of the world um and but there's also it's also very important to know what's going on in the world so that you could do your service because like so so much, you know, I had started this nonprofit called Uprise Communities. I'm like, do I even need to still do this? Because I was seeing so much prosperity. But now that just seeing that that data, it's like, yes, you do. It's so needed. Um, so that was so a lot of things that she said really just brought that up to me. But I just wanted to say, like, really, it is very necessary for us to uplift each other in the black community. Um, to buy black, to be intentional, to teach, to to do what God tells you to do, to teach others, to uplift people, teach as many people as you can, whether that's just you verbally doing it or you doing it on your own and showing people that there is a way. Um, so, yeah, thank you for saying well, that. I just want to take a little nugget before we move on to the next topic. Um, I, I'm just so glad that you brought up that teaching piece and support and being very intentional when you support I know most people feel like, well, black people feel like you have to have it all together and you have to be at this high stature in order to teach. But guys, literally teach while you're growing. Like the best way to learn is to teach that information. You actually learn, I don't know the, the exact data amount of how much faster you learn in comparison when you're actually teaching something, but it's a substantial gap. Like you learn so much more, even as you're in the process, you learn something new, even if you just go do something as small as starting off by teaching somebody in your family and then that and then teaching someone at your job or teaching those people that are around you until you can branch out and teach thousands or hundreds or however many you want to teach but don't be afraid to share the knowledge i definitely think us as black people we have to be more free 
free with one another, especially with sharing and putting one another on and, you know, telling people about the things that you learned that maybe, you know, someone don't know. And it may seem just so easy and minuscule to you because it's happening all around you in your immediate circle. But I like how Tim said that you have to know what's going on, not just in your own bubble, but what's going on in the world, because we can sometimes get lost in our own and I know I've been there where I'm like, yeah, everybody around me good. So we good. But when you look at the bigger picture, you got to zoom out and look at that bigger picture. It's always, always, always on a, always going to be a huge need for people that whether you're black, white or Hispanic to help and pour in and feed the black community, but especially black other black people, because there's something about that representation. When you see someone that looks like you doing it, it gives you this sort this this sense of inspiration where you feel like, oh, I can really truly do that. Or or oh I resonate with your background or oh I resonate with you. So I can I can be do or have. So it's a it's a great sense of inspiration when you are, are getting it firsthand from from your people. I love that. Yes. And really quick, just something that did feed my soul this week on the note of Black people in support is Georgia showing up and electing. (laughs) Yes, Raphael Warnick, the first Black senator. So shout out to all the Georgians for showing up. Yes. 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 I'm so I'm so glad you brought some light <laughs> to this. But no, so true. Black people do be showing up and that's that on that on that on everything. We be showing up. And so today we are going to talk about body image. We're going to talk about insecurities and all of these things. And this actually came from our very own Kobe. So I want to know why do you why like why do you want to talk about this today? You know, I'm here for it. yes because i was on instagram earlier this week and i came across a um tutorial kiki palmer was doing a a makeup tutorial and she was talking about it was so different it was like a typical makeup you know tutorial but what she was talking about the content it just really stuck out to me and she was just talking about um being confident and comfortable in your skin and just camouflage and just being the best you. And then I saw the post where you, you know, Tiff, you posted where you were talking about being comfortable and, you know, beautiful in your skin. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is resonating with me right now, especially as being a new mom and, you know, being comfortable in my new body and my new skin. And so that really just resonated with me. Yes. I I love this topic so much because image is crazy right now because we are constantly on social media which means that breeds like that that alone can breed insecurities so I think that would be best if we could just talk about maybe our own insecurities and and how we are overcoming those things and how you know we have overcame those things because I think it's a very work in progress type of thing um, I'll, I'll start it off. I mean, in the post that you were talking about. Um, uh, so I don't know if I, t- I, I probably talked about this on Soul Feeling before, but for years since I was in high school, I've had these like little bumps on my chin. And this has been a very big security insecurity for me because it's like 
it's just, I don't know. It's just not the natural thing that, you know, people have, you know, a lot of people mistake it for um, acne, which is not, it's actually when I got it, got it tested by the dermatologist, it's something called angiofibromas and this benign um, tumors, like little tumors. Um, and, and so it's just been an insecurity, whether I'm like, taking a selfie, like even today when I post it on Instagram, I'm like, oop, that's being a lot too prominent. Let me get, let me put that little filter on it to smooth out my skin. And I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want that because that's the first thing I go to when I'm filming, um, when I'm talking to someone, when like in a picture. Um, and so that has been such a huge insecurity for me that I forgot about everything else that's popping about me, you know, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And so, um, and so when I was really like, really focused on this one thing, looking back, like my skin was actually very popping, complexion on fleek. I had no acne anywhere else other than like, I get, I got like major cystic acne. That's another story. But since I've been dairy free, it's like not have been coming up anymore really or trying to be dairy free um but um yeah my skin was just very popping and I didn't even know it because I was focused on the what my perceived flaws and then God did a did a oh you're not grateful <laughs> let me let me uh, let me break you out one time since you since you just want to focus on everything else let me break you out so I broke out for like a whole almost a year, probably like seven months, um, just acne all over my face. It hurt. It was deep. It was acne I never had before. I think, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I think some bacteria, I don't know, but it was just acne everywhere. And so within that, I had to find beauty within, you know, having acne all over my face now. Um, And then now I'm still healing from it even from this year ago is, you know, still having dark spots, still having like a little texture here or there. Um, and it just hasn't gotten back to where it used to be. Um, so I say all that it that breakout helped me love myself more, even though I was, y'all I was, y'all I was trying to eat so healthy. It was like, nothing was working. Like I was like, I didn't know what to do. I would cry. Like, it was, it was a huge insecurity. And at that point, I didn't even care about my chin. I was just like, can I get my face back to my normal normal? And so I'm saying all this to say, and um, there's beauty in your scars. Um, I realized, looking back, it just, it doesn't matter. And be happy to for where you are right now in this moment. Because if you're constantly focusing on the flaws you miss the beauty of life you're not even able to enjoy life I remember I was on this trip and me and my mom were talking and I was just crying because of my damn acne and I was not enjoying the trip (laughs) so it's just like it was just became a lot but um um that's it (laughs) that's that's my little story you know I have other insecurities but I just really wanted to put that out it's just being being happy where you are now is the first step in appreciating everything else that's so beautiful about you that's so so powerful and you are so beautiful and your skin i i've seen the journey it looks amazing it really really does like 
It looks really, really amazing. I don't know what you did, but I know it looks beautiful. And I can really resonate with that because um, I, I, when I was coming up, I grew up like all through high school, I had the worst facial acne and my facial acne, I don't know, it would be to the point to where I would always pick my skin on my face. And I, I don't know why I just could not resist. And then at one point it transitioned from me picking my face to me picking um, skin on my, on my arms. And so it was leaving like these, it has left really, really dark scars and blemishes. And I'm just so thankful that I don't do it anymore. But now it's like, having to go through that blemishes and, you know, feeling insecure when I want to wear, you know, certain tops that do expose my skin. And it's just like, uh, it, 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 especially as a woman, it can really, really, well, it has, it has really, really affected, you know, my, my secure, my insecurities and, you know, the, my confidence. And, and so I, I had read this one book and this is a huge tip that really was one of my my defining moments where I was like, okay, because it, it was a long a ongoing thing, like for I want to say uh, more than five years, a five year thing that I would just kind of battle back and forth, back and forth with. And I came across this book and I really wish I could remember the name of it, but it said in the book, the reason why you were having external skin problems is because something in your out you know something inside or in your out your external world is bothering you and I said what you mean so and it was like and it said it was a direct correlation to oh, what was it it was saying either someone's getting under your skin like envious or um like either you haven't dealt with the past trauma or and I was just like I don't think it's that deep. But then when I started to go deeper and like, like I became really intentional about um, like healing my skin and, and like for, the first part of a problem is acknowledging that there was a problem. And so if for, for a long time, I didn't even acknowledge it. I would just try to cover it up and, you know, just hide it from myself, hide it from other people. But then I really had to put it on the forefront. And it started with, um, which, and this was very recently, like, I think, well, not this year, in 2020, I had told my boyfriend, I was like, I need you to hold me accountable. Make sure, make sure I am not picking my skin. I'm not, you know, like, make sure I don't touch. And it was a hard thing to do, like, to just put it out there, like, and, and ask for someone to hold me accountable to, like, you know, take better care of your skin. And so when I did that, it was just like, because now somebody else is in on my, my, like, my my internal battle and so that was the first journey and then in the book it also talked about like for as far as tips on overcoming so it says first you have to like literally make it a goal just like you would make a a, a, a financial goal or a, a eating a eating healthier goal make it a goal like to to speak it in present tense like I have beautiful vibrant skin and I know that was an affirmation for a very long well not a very long time a, a new adapted affirmation that I took on as far as like focusing on that thing and then just finding um finding things that will you know will cause you to channel your energy to 
and I, and it is different for everyone. I'm just speaking for my personal thing, but finding things that's going to not even allow you to go down that road. And so one thing for me, and, and, and this is the first time I'm sharing this, is, is getting these nails. And so with me having nails, I can't even touch my skin like I, you know, or, or damage my skin or, you know, or even it, 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 it completely blocks me from even, you know, going down that road. And I've seen just since I've been having my nails and like, and I've been trying to stay consistent because ever since I've started to wear nails, like my skin has tremendously improved. Like, and, and I was sharing, the, and that's another thing, like starting to share my my story, like my struggle with other people. And I came across a girl, she had the same issue. She would pick her skin on her face and she had a, like a lot of facial acne. And she was just telling me, and I was like, you know, I had used to have that same problem. And believe it or not, it's funny, but I, when I got nails, it won't even let you touch your, your face. Like you, you, or you can't even pick your skin if you even wanted to. Cause I don't know if I just felt the bump. I'm like, I want to pop it. You, you were taught as a young age to like pop it, get it away, get all the, but you're really just supposed to leave it alone and put stuff on it to make the apply application so it can go away. And so she was like, you know, I never thought of that. And so she started to get nails and she saw a huge, huge, just correction, just off of getting nails. I'm like, wow, who knew, who knew nails could be like, <laughs> um, not just a bad statement, but it could actually help with my skin. And that I honestly can say y'all my skin, has cleared up like crazy just from having nails just from having nails y'all and so it's been a huge huge testimony a huge journey i'm still working through it i'm not 100 percent perfect um i mean my skin is not where i want it to be 100 percent, but it is definitely definitely changed and i wanted to the last point to touch on um it even made me like insecure as far as wanting to go to trips on trips like you were saying because I was feeling like oh you know I want to take pictures but I'm I'm not feeling confident enough to you know want to take the pictures but you, it's just like really you got to get out of your head and it is okay I'm, I'm gonna say this but I and, and most people may disagree or not it's okay to put a filter on I think personally me personally I think it's okay um I, I don't think you should do it to the point where you have to hide yourself, but I also think it is okay because it helps you see yourself to where, I mean, it helps you see yourself as you want to be. And so, and it even helps you strive to be that thing. Like it shows you that it's possible to have this clear skin. And so to, to actually go from that, that, what it is now to actually get to where you want to be, it, it kind of psychs yourself out because I honestly can say since I I don't put I haven't had to put the filter on because I don't really post that much like I used to. But when I do post, I will put a filter on and I I will get to where that filter actually is, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm wording this correctly, but I'm gonna I'm gonna think about how I really wanna word this and say this because I wanna say it the correct way. But it is okay, like when Beyonce goes out and performs, she's rising to the occasion so she is putting you know Beyonce has shown her 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 real skin and she has a lot of um what is it moles records her actual skin and I, I think it's beautiful but when she's performing she wears makeup she wears show makeup and it's not a secret that anyone that is in showbiz and if we are you know putting ourselves out for our brand and our image people put wear makeup people wear I mean use filters if they don't want to wear makeup so I don't think it's something that we have to shame ourselves for doing. 
Yeah. For me, it was um, <laughs> makeup and my really my eyebrows um, when it came to makeup in sp- specifically. And like it affected, it got to a point where like if my makeup wasn't right, it affected how I showed up you know, in a room or how I showed up to a place because I felt like I had to have the perfect brow or the perfect, you know, lash or the perfect, you know, lip or whatever it was. And, you know, that can start to be draining when you're trying to have that perfect look when you're, it can take forever. You know, you, you're supposed to be out the door in 30 minutes or an hour. And now you're upset. I was obsessing over like my makeup and it had to be perfect. And so for me, I had to dig a little bit deeper. And the reason why her video stuck out to me was because it was like, it was for me, it was the compliments to, you you know, when you go places, you want to, you know, it it makes you feel a way when people are like, oh, girl, you know, you look good. You know, I like your makeup, you know. So not receiving that or not being able to get that. Um, or even feeding into that, you know, had me feeling a certain type of way. So I had to kind of stay, take a step back from makeup. And I don't know if y'all remember that, like a few, um, I want to say it was our first year recording Soul Feeling. I wasn't wearing makeup for a while. I had kind of put a pause on it because um, I just wanted to, I was too dependent on it, if that makes sense. And I wanted to just really focus on that inner beauty, you know, because it's not the makeup that makes you who you are. You can be as perfect as you want to be, but it's really what is inside. I want it. I want to exude that beauty more than I want to portray it with, with my face or camouflage it with some makeup or put on, you know, put on a perfect face. I want to be that more than anything. And so that's really why I want to talk about this topic because it's, you know, as women, it's hard for us to do that because we, like I said, we, you know, especially with social media, we want to portray this idea of perfection and we want to chase this perfect photo, perfect outfit, perfect hair, perfect brow, perfect skin, but really, it's really what's inside. That's so beautiful. And I think what's crazy to me is when I'm listening to your stories, I, I would have never known Kobe, if you, I didn't know that was an insecurity for you at all. Um, I just, to the point where I, like you were leaning on um, makeup, you're beautiful. Like, okay, we always tell you how fine you are. <laughs> but, it, but what I'm trying to say is, is like, and the only reason I know about Jasmine's insecurity is because she brought it up one time. Had she never brought it up, I would have not even known I would that's nothing that I've never looked at her and be like what's that like ever (laughs) like I never I never would have even thought about it and so what I'm saying is like a lot of times we obsess over our insecurities and we put such a focus on them and and we put a focus on them because we are also worried about oh what other people's perception of us what we what what do they think when in actuality they on, they see your beauty and that like they might see an insecurity like y- your flaw but a lot of times as we're focusing on the flaw we continue to focus on them they focus they focus on the flaw one second oh this person has this okay 
what's next? They move. They're like, okay, they have that. Okay. Can you think of anybody that you're constantly thinking, wow, hmm, yeah, her skin. <laughs> like, no, no one, no one's thinking about you that much. No one who even, no one who loves you or thinking that much, like no one. And so I think that we have to, what I, what I like about Kiki Palmer is that she was so authentic. It helps knowing that you're not alone. Like you're saying, Jasmine, like, it helps knowing that other people go through this. A superstar with millions of dollars has skin problems too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and when you look at Kiki Palmer, you're not like, you're looking at, like you're saying, Kobe, her beauty within. She's beautiful externally and she's beautiful internally. All, all I could think about is, wow, <laughs> she's, she's like me. Like, you know, you know, and so... I think if we realize that we're all in this, like we are a collective in this world. We are all essentially brothers and sisters and we all, whether you can see an insecurity or not, we all have those insecurities. And just to know that we're, none of us are perfect. Um, and so my hangup is though we know that and though we're shot, there's like this weird um, thing I have with, accepting who you are but also at the same time and loving who you are right now but also at the same time trying to get better to trying to strive for better okay um because you know I want everyone to accept themselves and love themselves but I also know there's this thing that we have in our in our minds like yeah okay I get it I love myself Blah, 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 but I still want my skin to be smooth. I still want to look like this and look like that. So it's just like, what, what is, what is even that gray area of acceptance in, and I don't want to say getting better, but improving yourself the way you want to. So that's my question for y'all, because I'm like, Yes, I want you to love yourself. <laughs> but if you feel the need to improve upon something, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that either. Mm. Girl, you you said the answer within like your your statement. I mean your question. <laughs> Cause when you said that most people they not even looking at our flaws. They don't even re- when I told Jarvis, he was like, "Hey, what? What are you talking about? I don't even know. I, I ain't never seen nothing on your arm. Like, like, hey, you don't see." He was like, "Seriously, I ain't never ever noticed that, and I still don't be paying attention to that until you literally pointed it out." I'm like, so you mean to tell me? And like, we don't, we're the ones that's literally kind of magnifying this these things, like you said, because. People may, may not even notice it at all, or they may notice it, but they're not highlighting the focus. And so, for one, to answer the question, I feel like we shouldn't put so much attention on the flaw. And when we do magnify the flaw, like you said, and, and this happened to me as well, because I noticed that it would go in like little cycles, like my skin will be good. And then it would go really, really south, like super south to where I'm like, I'm wearing a coat all year long round. And so, um, but then I would notice like, dang, when it did go really bad, kind of like what you were saying about your skin, like God humbles you like, oh, you wouldn't appreciate it when it was progressing. 
So now I'm about to take you back down to to your level, like to humble you with the swiftness. And so I just feel like so that we don't have to go through such harsh, humbling experiences, we should really just acknowledge the progress, acknowledge the beauty right now. Like Kobe was saying, like acknowledge the beauty within you. Like guys, we have so much beauty and, and most people like, Kobe, you are so beautiful. Tiffany, you are so beautiful. I don't notice none of this stuff that y'all talking about. Like, we done been on tons of girls' trips. We done seen each other wake up in the morning, go to sleep at night. Like, we, like, no makeup on before we got glammed. And I swear the energy is still, even with Deb as well, like, the energy is still on a thousand million gajillion without, before we even get dressed to go slay on our pictures for the gram or whatever, whatever have you. So, I feel like if we literally appreciated ourselves like that, and I know it's not going to be perfect 365, but strive for more days, just appreciating ourselves, loving on ourselves, majority of those days, because we are, like you said, Kobe, we already perfect right now in the skin that we're in right now with even the flaws that that strangers don't even notice, (laughs) like they don't even notice, even the people around us don't even see the flaws that we see. And it's like, we're magnifying those things. And so it goes back to the law of attraction. What you magnify is what you amplify. And so we magnifying these flaws, we're gonna, and it's not even, it's, it's crazy because even though we're magnifying them and amplifying them, we're still not amplifying them for the world around us. We only amplifying them for ourselves and it's causing ourselves to be in this internal bondage. And so it's like, free ourselves just free yourself do your best to free yourself like know that every single person has something that they that that's a flaw which ain't really even a flaw but that that they see is a flaw and try to do our best to not even i don't want to say not acknowledge it but not let it weigh down on you like it's just, it's just like your car. If you get a you get a car, oh, eventually after having that car a long period of time, you're gonna have a scratch on the car. It's just it is what it is. I'm I'm sure y'all got a scratch, a ding, or something in your car. It don't look like it looked when you first drove it off the lot. Does that mean you want to throw the whole car away? And you hate your car and you you don't like it? Or when somebody see it, they like, oh look at that ugly car that she riding. <laughs> they not saying that. So they're not saying that about your body. Like you got a nick, you got a nag, you got something that don't grow as good or like whatever. People not looking, look at that, that body she walking. Like, no, people are not doing that. And so don't do that to ourselves. We shouldn't do that to ourselves. And so just learning to have that real self-love, that body love, that 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 love for these physical bodies that we're we're in and constantly and now to to go to the second part to improve yourself i think in loving yourself right where you are we will improve that much faster or maybe you just get so comfortable in your your own skin which i think that's the the initial goal to to not even care or not even feel like your flaw is a flaw anymore i totally agree um, I think it starts, like you said, with first that inner critic, you know, to, you know, cutting that voice out and speaking positivity into yourself because, you know, we are, we are our worst inner critics. You know, we, we are the ones who do it to ourselves. We pinpoint those things. So it starts there. And then the second part of that, the extension of it is to not participate in that shaming of other people. Because, I mean, although it happens, and not with us, 
because we we are so positive with each other and, and we speak life into each other. So it's, it's really the opposite for us. We have to, you know, as hard as we go for each other, we have to do that for ourselves and speak that into ourselves. But for others, it's, you know, it might be the opposite. You know, it's, you're participating with it on the outside. And then, so it, it makes sense why you do it to yourself because you're doing it to other people. You pick, pick it, oh, look at her hair. Oh, look at, look at her outfit. Look at, you know, her booty. It's all like, you know, look at, you, you're doing it to other people and now you're doing it to yourself. So it has to be, you know, that twofold. That is good, girl. I didn't even think about that. Cause you know what we do it with each other. And that's one of my tips too, is to surround yourself with people who, 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 who speak life into you, who encourage you. If someone's like, and, and I like that. I feel like someone said this, but like that confidence that you have with yourself where you're at. Um, there was someone super, like there was someone super close to me when I first went natural to this day they be like girl what you doing with your hair like because they're such in that traditional you know long hair you know things of that nature but also I'm so confident in it even then I was like look you old school you don't know what you're talking about I'm always you're popping okay well I'm too pro-black for you to tell me anything about my hair but getting that confidence right even growing up um but when I was growing up when natural hair wasn't a a big thing um I my okay so like my mom's hair is um very loose more loose than mine um and so her hair has always been long down her back when it's wet it's wavy now that she's natural it's curly Hafa, um my best friend um she we like two peas in the pod she's light skin <laughs> and she also has this beautiful she's easy she's gorgeous like beautiful skin beautiful hair um and so I do remember feeling a little inadequate because my hair wasn't like that um even even I've been told by someone very close to me don't be in the the sun so long and so <laughs> And, uh, and so looking back, I used to want things like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be in the sun that long. Like maybe like in high school, like maybe my hair does need to be a little looser, you know, and stuff like that. Like, yeah, my hair does not wave like that when I get, but what is important, you, these are people that, you know, I said, surround yourself with people who are going to speak life into you. Sometimes people are just programmed differently and they do want the best for you. And that's just their, their idea of beauty. But I think what's happening and what I like about social media, if you use it the correct way, um, I follow people who are dark skin. I follow people who have my hair type. I follow people, um, all different sizes because I want my idea that that they put on the TV every day, like they're, that European idea of beauty, I need it wiped out. Um, because being skinny, being, um, having a flat stomach, all these things, being having a smaller nose, like loose hair, all this stuff is not 
how I view beauty. <laughs> like, like that's not how I want to be beauty. And but it does take time to reprogram your mind. Like, this isn't beautiful. So now I, I follow people of all shapes, all different sizes, and I also follow people who look like me because I don't want my idea to be tied to what was programmed um, as well. Tiff, you bring up something I totally forgot about. Okay, so growing up. I used to always feel kind of like an outcast because I am like the fairest person in my family. Like a lot of the women and men in my family are brown skin. And I was just always like, dang, why don't I look like, you know, the people in my family? Why am I so, you know, bright? And that really, like, I really struggled with that because a lot of people feel like, you know, lighter skinned women or fair skinned women, you know, it's this stereotype of just that. That, that's the, that's the ideal ideal thing and I always felt the opposite it was always crazy because most people felt like you should be happy that you're light-skinned but I was just like no I feel like different because everybody in my family is brown and I just want to be like them like I always thought brown skin was just beautiful beautiful Wow. Kobe and too this is so funny you said that Kobe because my grandpa, he said that exact same thing because I think out of five siblings, he was the most fair one. And his mom was, she was darker complected, kind of like Jarvis's color. And his dad, he was the lighter one, but he, he never really knew his father. His father wasn't really in the picture. And so every time he said all of his siblings would make fun of him and call him the little white boy. And so they would tease him and ask him like, what color do you think you are? And he would always point to like his mom, like that's my color and that's my color. And, and he'd be like, no, no, you, you, and they would point like teasing him to a white man and be like, that's your color. And like, they would always make like a mockery out of it. And he, so he grew up, you know, really wanting to like, you know, wanting to be the darker skin, but it's crazy because you know, mainstream media will tell you another thing and tell you like, if if you're the a more fair skin, you're the most confident and you're the, but we don't think about, you know, the potential struggles if everyone around you and your immediate family is one color or more on a darker shade. Wow, I never, I'm so glad that you said that because I'm sure many people out there are, are dealing with the same thing. And, the, and I just think this is what makes black people so, so beautiful because we have, we have like all spectrums of the color and and everywhere that you are on the one end of the spectrum in the middle and the other side it's still all very 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 beautiful very very beautiful and I did want to talk about one one little thing I mean go back to one point where y'all talked about um surrounding yourself with people that empower you y'all and 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 not even necessarily surrounding yourself with people. Well, yes, you want to do that, but not being in a group where you are gossiping about other people. Because think about what you put out there is what you're going to get. And so if you're sending, you know, negative vibes onto others, not only will you attack yourself, that's when those people that 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 will, if you wondering if they talking about you, why, why would they potentially not be talking about you? You're talking about everybody else. And so <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, but no, in a book though, I was reading, it said that there is so much power when you pray, but not pray for yourself, when you pray for other people. And when I think of pray, I mean, send empowering words 
to someone other than outside of your just yourself. And so sending, and that's why they were saying when you wake up in the morning, you know, think about five to 10 other people that you can just send blessings to and think positive and uplift them because, and not even just doing it, you know, selfishly to, to try to get blessings back for yourself, but it's just so much power when you uplift other people and send people positive energy outside of just you. I love that so much. <laughs> yes. It, well, yes. I, I love that so much. But I also want to bring it back to like colorism in our community because I would have never known that, Kobe, first off. But also, um, I want to talk to our women real quick because, you know, we are constantly like, okay, like, oh, why you say you only like light skinned people? Like, stuff like that. You know, we had this thing, and I, sometimes I feel like they could put us against each other, which is stupid. Y'all know me. What I like to say is I ain't got no tight black men are the only thing that I like. And that's from the darkest of dark to if you are albino, if you are black, you are black and you are my type. Okay. And so, um, but I want to talk to women about this because I have heard a lot of women saying, oh yeah, I want me a chocolate man, um, tall, um, and that's great and all, but I've actually heard some some men talk about how they feel, um, how dark skin, like some dark skin women feel like, oh, y'all only want the dark, tall, and handsome type of guy. Like I've heard light skin say like most black women or most women just want the dark skin guy, um, tall too. And like, and, and I think that we shame short men too. <laughs> so these are all, these are like, things that we need to discuss because that is an insecurity for us. And so what I'm trying to say is like, think about like our own biases that we have with inside of ourselves as well, because um, whatever color you are on a spectrum, spectrum of blackness is beautiful. If you're a different color, you're, you're beautiful as well. Um, but, and also think about what we're saying about our men too, whether they're short or tall. I don't want, because people can't pick how tall they are people can't pick their their skin color and i really want us to reflect on that what are we saying behind the scenes what are we saying to our friends or even on the internet that could really pull someone down so like though cool preference and all that that type of stuff but don't down anyone because of you know who they are um because i just feel like we need to open up our spectrum of what beauty is they're super fine um short guys they're super fine like super fine light skin guys dark skin guys in between y'all I'm getting I'm like like I'm salivating you know I love men but um yeah but I think we need to expand our I our deals of beauty and realize that it's there's not just one type of beauty there's really not um but it's easy to fall into the trend of what beauty is so um I want us to define it for ourselves. I agree. I agree. And I, I, I do want to pose a question to y'all because just on that note of, you know, just light, dark, tall, short, whatever it is, think about those things that, you know, you pinpoint on yourself that you, you know, think call it insecurity or a flaw. And what would you be doing differently if you weren't preoccupied with that thing, with that, with physical appearance? 
How would you spend your valuable time and energy? What would you focus on and develop, you know, if you didn't think about those things or if you didn't focus on those things? Girl, I'll be getting ready way faster. <laughs> I think I wouldn't be as late. Okay, look, gotta get here right. Gotta lay the baby hairs down. Um, yes, no, but that's so true because in like not only time within like a physical realm, but it's time that's taken up in your mental space, um, where you can be focused on other things about helping people, about changing the world. So that's a really good question. Because how much time do we spend on all the negative things? Yes, we spend so we've wasted so much time thinking about our appearance. When it's like, well, that don't even matter. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you, you, I know y'all gonna agree, okay? I'm sure we have our our pick (laughs) of some fine, fine, fine men, right? But (laughs) at the end of the day, sometimes we don't um, pick them back because the internal was not was not there. So it's just, okay, yeah, ego like you could be egotistical, you could not just be not be thoughtful. Um, but really what shines through that actual beauty that we're talking about is I need you to be beautiful inside too. Or I think about how many times where I really tried, really tried to look good and didn't get any play. And then the times where I've just gone out looking a hot mess, hair in the, you know, rolled out the bed, ain't combed, no hair. And, you know, everybody was wrong. That's it. Where you going? I'm like, really? I didn't even try today. I did not try. Girl. And, and you know, Shan Booty, she did a study in her book. In her book. Girl, it's somewhere. But uh, she did a study in her book how men... They feel less intimidated when we're not all glammed up and when we're like kind of in our chill mode. They feel that we're more approachable. So I feel like we've been getting glammed up for ourselves. <laughs> we're getting glammed up for other women so we can shine. Or so we can put ops. I think that you just trying to stunt on other women. To be honest, to be honest, like no, I'm serious. I feel like <laughs> I think women, we got this like sister vibe. Because men, yeah. they don't be paying no attention. They don't be caring. <laughs> they don't be noticing. Especially Sometimes. y'all, because I'm like, okay, we about to step out. Okay, who, who, who wearing a lip? Okay. Oh, so you, oh, you wearing that? Because <laughs> we got to be oh. we gotta be equal in the picture. You feel me? I can't be wearing the sweats. You over here with like nice. Right. I got to watch out for y'all, to be honest. Because y'all, y'all be doing the most. Y'all be okay. Y'all be antagonizing me to step my game up. No, encouraging me. Should I say? I'll be like, I was gonna just wear a sneaker and a, and a sweatshirt, but oh, you want to have the 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 knee high booties on with the lip, with the edges laid. So now I gotta go pull out my egg. Yes. <laughs> That's so true. So but true. No, 
I didn't forget your question though. Oh, what can we be doing with all? Yeah. Um, no, like Tiff said, that time, that time, I would have, I would be so, 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 I would be on time to so much, so, to so many more places if I wasn't there, sitting there, trying to do the most, trying to value this out. And then when you get there, people don't even be noticing. They, they you just merge right in. And then you look around the room and everybody on their regular, regular stuff, and you like, I just spent 30 minutes. Or 30 extra minutes additional to the hour and 45 minutes and everybody here just you, you, it is i think it's just our own internal things guys and one other insecurity that y'all made me think of when we were talking about color we can't pick the color we can't pick the height height was one of my big things because y'all i don't know soulmates y'all don't know that our heights in real life but i'm six foot and so I'm a re- way taller than the average woman, not just the average woman, but the average man. And so I'm like, that was one of the things that I really, really struggled with growing up. I would always wish I was shorter. I would always <laughs> wish that like, like, why? I, I, you know, I would always be told like from other family, oh, it's going to be hard to find you a man because, you know, you're so tall and, you know, things of that nature. But and then those narratives would sometimes sink in and, you know, cause me to feel insecure. I would hate wearing heels. <laughs> I would like for. Oh, gosh, that was one of the things I used to hate because I would really be towering over people. But now I'm like, oh, I love a good heel. Boost my confidence. No, but it was just one of those things I, I struggle with. But it's like you said earlier, we can't shame people because I, I didn't choose to, to be my height. I didn't choose to be this jinker. Like, I didn't say put an order in request. So it's like we shouldn't shame men. But then at the same time, I feel like some men do shame taller women. Like, and they only want to go for the shorter woman or they, you know, she ain't five, five with bright eyes. Like, that's the thing that they're kind of going for. And so I do, I, I do think we shouldn't shame people and we should, um, you know, especially for the things that they cannot control. And then even those people that are, if you are a short man, a tall woman, uh, um, a, a, or a, a tall man or a short woman, we, I think even though, you know, the world has their own opinions about that, it's still up to us to be confident and find that confidence in ourselves and not seek for the, to the world for outside validation. Because if I'm being honest, the world still wants that, 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 that average, below average height woman. And I'm, and I'm just never going to be that, but I still had to find that confidence within myself because if I was waiting on the world to validate me, I would still be waiting. yeah I agree and I feel like the other thing too is like like I said I focus a lot on the opinions of others and those compliments from other people so I would I feel like I would instead of thinking about other people I would have been focused more on me and cultivating other aspects of me because it's so much more you know that that make us up as a humans other than our appearance you know it's our mind our spirit our personality so I would have been definitely been spending more time focusing on those things and those aspects of myself and working on those things than trying to cover up um, my face or my blemishes or my insecurities or whatever, you know, covering up all those things that I didn't like about myself. I would be focusing on the things I did love about myself and really, you know, putting that out into the world. I love that so much. And it just makes me think about Kiki Palmer when um when she was doing her her makeup and this is why 
because I think like a lot of people, we depend on like when you were talking about the affirmation of others, but depending on something, a cover up, makeup being a cover up when really um, filters being a cover up. And yes, I do agree. Makeup is totally okay. Filters are totally okay. They're fun, but it shouldn't be a need, you know? And to be honest, that's sometimes how I feel like I feel like I need that filter. Um, and I know some people feel like they need that makeup. I want them to look at makeup as an expression of having fun, re like redoing something, not a dependency. Um, and I want us to all get to a place of not it being a dependency of wearing, um, like these things are okay. Wearing, um, what are those things like waist trainers or like girdles or what do they call it now? Like shapers, I don't know. Like I want, I want it to be okay. Yes, it's an option, but it's not a need um, because I want um, our dependency just to be to be our acceptance. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say about that. But because Kiki Palmer, she was just saying like she likes the art of makeup and stuff like that. It's kind of like it takes the fun out of it when you're constantly using it as a dependency to cover up something. So let's use it for what it's, what it's for, <laughs> which is art. Yes, agreed. And um, I will say this, like being like living in my home alone now gives me a lot more time to be naked. <laughs> and it has made me love myself even more. So if we could just give, okay, look, I said, what? Who, who is this? <laughs> okay, sir. Sir, hurry up. Look, anyways, but um, but no, for real. And I think that is very important if we're giving like tips on how to feel more beautiful. And as women, we all have like this feminine, sexy ass side. But I feel like it's very important to look at yourself for what it is. And I'm I'm talking about look at what your perceived flaws are. Look at what you think is beautiful about yourself. Like I be in the tub, I look at my my rolls and my um, on my belly and I'm like, damn girl, like that that's still fine. I look at the hair on my body, I'm like, still fine. <laughs> that like you're still naturally fine. Like I used like I'm not gonna go into too TMI, but like just look at look at your body. Stare at that and when you start staring at it, you like, damn, you sexy, okay, you sexy. So, like, I say spend more time in the mirror with, with your body. You will realize you are beautiful. Just take some time and make, like we say with affirmations, at first it might not seem like nothing. Like, you're looking at all the things, but then you realize, like, I'm much more than my body, like, my body is amazing because it's a body. Like I have a stomach. I ain't never had a flat stomach in my life. Like I have accepted that I have a little pouch and that's just what it is. But now I love it. And now I, I look at my beauty and you know how everybody people be like with the P, with the P, with the period, with their booty. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. But I look at my booty. I'm like, it's good enough. Look, okay, it's good enough. I follow little booties on um, Instagram. It's good enough. <laughs> so we'll spend some time with yourself and love yourself. What are some tips that you guys have? Uh, I know you're talking about affirmations. I do the same thing, Jasmine. I look at my skin and I'm like, I have clear, beautiful skin, period. 
I look at I look at I be pumping y'all think y'all pump me up I pump myself up I'm like girl you fine damn girl 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 that's that's one of the main things for me though like I I don't know it's in the book Think It Grow Rich and then this book I'm now reading called The Power of Concentration it talks about the like how powerful affirmations are and they call them auto suggestions so it's literally I think we take it for granted how we are literally programming ourselves like every time we walk out our door we're being programmed from if you drive it down just driving from your house to your mama's house or your house to work or your house to the grocery store you're getting berated with tons and tons of advertisements subconsciously just you seeing the the emblem of a shell sign in their their yard i mean their yard in their parking lot is a is an advertisement so you're constantly being programmed and we're constantly being thrown thousands of advertisements to throughout the day and especially if you scroll down ig even thousands or more just at your fingertips so it's important to make sure we are speaking and we are programming or, or, or spe- yeah, just basically programming ourselves by speaking life and through auto suggestion, which is, is uh, affirmation. That's one of my main affirmations that I have clear, beautiful skin. I'm beautiful on the inside and outside. And, and just effort, like Tiff was saying, like for me to say I have clear, beautiful skin, when I first said that, that was like one of the most toughest things to say. It was when I was looking at my skin and like literally look at your skin, look at those flaws and whatever it is that that's your flaw. And literally you have to speak to that thing. Like look like to say I'm walking around my house in my full element, looking at myself and and just loving on myself. Like doing that is so very powerful. Like I put like three mirrors up in our room, like full size mirrors just so I can literally it's something so powerful when you can see yourself and like speak life into yourself, not walk past the mirror. Oh, why I got this? Why I got that? Oh my gosh. And just start pinpointing, pinpointing and tearing down yourself. But instead of uplifting and speaking life over yourself and speaking what you're out, what you want your outcome to be on a regular basis would truly create confidence. It would truly create you to become more secure in yourself. And then eventually you'll get to the point where you don't even see it as a flaw and you're not repulsed and you're not, you know, you know, feeling down when you see that thing or whatever it is. So that's the main thing. And I want to say visualization, but if I'm being honest, that's something I want to add because I don't know why I don't be using my visualization like I used to back in the day. I used to you know, really hone in and live it and live it and focus. I mean, I still do, but I don't do it like I used to do. So that's one thing I want to really, really get back in tune with. It's just visualizing because coupled with um, affirmations, with visualization, it's so powerful. It's a powerful formula. It creates that belief in yourself, that belief in your goals, that belief in you. And so, and the power that God is working through you. So those are the two I'm going to just leave with because um, but mainly for me, it was affirmation. How about you, Kobe? Yeah, for me, it is um, when those during those times where I don't feel confident in my skin, I try to engulf myself in activities that make me feel beautiful. 
um, which one thing that I really want to get back into is dancing. It's something about when you dance and you, you know, move into the beat that just makes you feel so confident and sexy and just like, yes, you know, so and, and it could be anything for you. It could be cooking. Maybe it's cooking that makes you feel confident when you see other people biting into your food and, you know, enjoying it and saying, oh, this is good. It makes you feel a certain way, whether it's painting a picture, um, running, I don't know, working out, whatever it is, doing that, that thing that makes you feel confident and beautiful, do that. Um, and then the last thing that I will say is just um, being grateful um, for your body. Because, um, like I said at the beginning, um, I'm a, I have a new body. My, I'm back at my weight that I was before I was pregnant, but it doesn't look the same. But I am grateful for my body because I'm like, I carried a whole child. <laughs> I gave birth to a child. So I am grateful for my body because it did something amazing. I'm not going to bash it or talk down on it or um, hide myself. I'm going to be bold and confident and grateful in it. Mm, that's a girl. That's a word. Gratitude, affirmation, surrounding yourself with positive people, doing activities that make you feel beautiful, um, creating your own definition of beauty that is not tainted by the world. All of those things, guys, um, focusing on the beauty that you have within we just hope this episode helps you go and walk more confidently in the world. And we all struggle with insecurities, but you are beautiful. Um, focus on that internal beauty. Um, and we're in this together. So that's all I have for today. How about you girls? And thank you for everyone who's listening on YouTube, um, who's chiming in to shout out you guys all in the chat. I just appreciate you guys. We're rocking with us. But that's all yes, I have. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. Thank you. Yes, that's all I have as well. So, oh, that was a powerful episode, y'all. Um, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation y'all if this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 in this podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life either you transforming your life for the good or you transforming your life for the not so good even in the bible it says let the weak say I am strong. So on those days when you feeling sick and tired, down and out, not like your best self, you second guessing and questioning yourself in the mirror, don't be out here doing that. Instead, speak uplifting things over your life. Speak powerful things like you getting better and better every day in each and every way. And you are just beautiful, vibrating, positive vibes internally, outternally, okay, just all the whole nine yards, y'all. <laughs> So I am affirming, well, there's three of us. I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, hundreds of thousands really out here tuning into us and pouring into us and as we continue to pour into you. And so we're going to go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations. Who wants to go first? I will. I accept and embrace myself as I am right now. Mm. I am focusing on my perfections rather than my imperfections. I am beautiful 
inside and out. All right, guys, thank you for rocking with us. As always, make sure that you are subscribed to us on every streaming platform that we have or whatever you listen to. So if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, subscribe there. Spotify, subscribe there. Apple Podcasts, subscribe there. YouTube to see our faces, subscribe there. And also we're on all social media platforms. Soul Filling Everywhere, that's S-O-U-L space F-I-L-L-I-N-G. We love when you screenshot and share that you're listening. We love when you you tell people about us, DM us. Like we love all that. Please we keep love doing it. Yes. And the last thing that we ask of you guys is just please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Five-star, write something soulful and sweet, how we make you feel. Um, and that's really about it. We love you guys so much and we are, are so appreciate, appreciative oh. of you. Love you. Until Bye. next time, soulmates. Mwah. I love y'all. Bye. Bye.